finished my, my sermon or my, my teaching um, by two o'clock. Is that okay with everyone? Wow. <laughs> you know, I was sharing with, um, with uh, some, some people before, some of you, that I wish some days that I can only say one word. I only need to say one word, and that, that, would, that would be sufficient. For everyone to go home, be filled, and rejoice. But yeah. it doesn't work that way. <laughs> so um, today, I, I want to talk to you about the word accountability. I'll say that word again, accountability. And this has been a word that has been floating in my heart. And I think I talked to Dana about it. And, and some other people about it already. Amen. Yeah. And, and this word is called accountability. What does accountability mean? I really believe that this word is one of the key to success in life. Okay. Uh, accountability is in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13. Okay. Um, and I'm going to read to you what it means. You, if you're listening, you can take notes and then you can go over it later, okay? Um, but I'm going to read it to you. Hebrews what, Pastor? Sorry? Hebrews what? 4, chapter 4, verse 13. If you are there, say amen. 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 Amino. Um, and it says, and there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. To him whom we must give an account. Did you guys hear that? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. To give an account means to um, to be called for to give an account for your action, the actions of your decisions. Okay, this word accountability uh, exists in, in every aspects of life. Okay, so if you're in the military, you need to give your commanding officer accountability for your actions. Right? Yeah. You can't just be a soldier and and go shoot whoever you want. Um, in, in, in the workplace right you have to be accountable to your boss you can't just go and do whatever you want either right in, in the political system uh, if you are an elected official uh, you can't just do whatever you want either because you will have to give an account to the voters because they will vote you out. When they vote you in, they expect you yes. to do a good job. If you do a bad job, they vote you out. Like Biden. I'll just say. <laughs> in, education, in, in education, the student is accountable to the teacher. The teacher is accountable to the principal. The principal is accountable to the board of education, and the board of education is accountable to the parents. Make sense? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, in in sport, okay, you need to be accountable to the coach. 
okay? Because if you're not accountable, accountable to the coach, you're not going to do what the coach wants you to do. You're not going to win, okay? In the church, in the church, the believer is accountable to the pastor. And the pastor is accountable to uh, the senior pastor. And the senior pastor is accountable to God. Make sense? Yes. And so yeah. this, this system that, that we follow is very important in life. And um, I, I feel like God is saying in 1 Corinthians chapter, nine, chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse nine, you know what? It's so funny. My my son, my son, my my sixteen year old son the other day uh, woke up in the morning and he asked me this weird question. Dad, have you ever heard this word before? And he says, "Eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard." I go, "Yes, I know where that word comes from, but for my son." So God must be speaking to him. So I'm, I'm blessed. He's like a, a young, little, young little Samuel that God is speaking. Yeah. I'm going to tell you today that God is speaking to you that your eyes have not seen, that your ears have not heard, nor have entered into your heart the wonderful, the amazing things that God is doing in your life, okay? Or will be doing it because you love God. Amen? Amen. One of, the, Amen. one of the key for you to, to be able to see and hear what God is doing uh, the, and, and, and see what he's doing that is yet to come, okay? But he's going to give you a foretaste of it, okay? And he's going to give you a key to that, that amazing life that our eyes have not seen. <laughs> hallelujah? Yes. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, hallelujah. This, this word accountability is not a swear word, okay? It's not a bad word. And, 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 and if you tell people nowadays this word accountability, they're going to look at you and, and they're like, you know, get lost. Hey, Joe. Because, yes, Dana? Sorry, but, sorry, but is it kind of, I kind of think of it as like a gift, like a tip. You know, like I've heard that because I'm listening, like yeah. from God or from you, you know, in, right? And... I'm grateful for that because I hold that dear to my heart uh, and God keeps it dear to my heart. If that makes sense. Uh, it's, it's more than just a tip and I'm going to give you an idea. Okay. okay. So I'm going to go to the crux of my sermon today is in Matthew chapter eight, verse five. And uh, I thank grandpa for, for giving me this this um, portion of the scripture because we we kind of studied that uh, throughout this week here and um, Matthew chapter 8 verse 5 and we're going to read it okay we'll read it together this, this is a, a famous story and everybody knows the story but it never hurts to read it again. Okay. 
All right. Are you there? Matthew chapter eight. Matthew chapter eight. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Matthew chapter eight. Yep. Verse five. Yeah, go see him. Okay. Hello. Hello, and Chow. Yeah, he heard Yeah. Okay. Can you uh, translate for and Chow? Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna read it right now, okay? Um, Dana, would you like to read it for us? I I would for sure. So it's Matthew chapter or um eight and then verse five. Okay, awesome. And by the way, hi guys. <laughs> I didn't know they were on, so that's cool. So okay. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him. Lord, my young servant, lies in bed, paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come into my house. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under the authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go or come and they come. It's similar to what uh, you said. Yeah, this is neat, Joe. Thank you. So, and if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and feast in the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, Israelites those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer, outer darkness where they will be weeping and, and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, go back home because you believed it has happened. And the young servant has healed that same hour. Amen. Amen. So just to recap, um, Jesus had a conversation with a Roman centurion, okay? And the Roman centurion says, uh, I have a servant in the house who is sick and paralyzed. I need you to, um, you know, uh, heal him. So Jesus said, I will come to heal him. But he says, uh, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but uh, just say a word and my servant will be healed. Um, I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, he's come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. Okay? And uh, when Jesus heard this, he was blown away. He was totally amazed. Okay? And so Jesus said, I have never seen faith like this in all of Israel. And um, so, you know, just go home. Your servant is healed in the very hour. Amen? 
The first thing is, um, you know, there's, I've learned this yesterday, okay, is that in Israel, there's, there's, there's the Jews and their Gentiles, okay? Um, they have this um, tradition that a Jew cannot enter uh, the house of a Gentile, okay? And, and so that's why it was explained to me that the Roman centurion said, I am not worthy that you should come under my house because, you know, a Jew, Jesus being a Jew cannot enter uh, the house of a Gentile, okay? Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you, it's more than this. You have to capture the heart. So there's two things I want to, I, I wasn't going to talk about this but um, I'm going to tell you, when I was young, a young man, like around 15, 16 years old in the Catholic Church, I heard this story. And this story has sat with me for 15, 20, 30 years. Okay. I am old now. So um, I'm, I'm just going to say that this story has been uh, ruminating inside of me. Okay. It's sits with me since this is the one story that I remember when I was a teenager. Mm. Okay. And when the Roman centurion says that to Jesus, that I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. Mm. I'm going to tell you that this is a truth. This is a universal truth that none of us here are worthy for Jesus to come under our roof. Okay. Amen. Amen. But, but Jesus, God in his infinite love and grace and mercy wants to come into our house. Amen. Okay? Uh, you know, this is for all of us here who are feeling some days not feeling worthy. So this is a word for someone. <laughs> but you know, some of, a lot of us, we do not feel that God is worthy to, to, you know, why would God grace us to come into a house? Who are we? Okay. And this is, is a wonderful and humbling mindset. But we need to also accept that the love of God is greater than us. The greater, the, the love of God is, is greater than our performance. It's greater than our condition. Okay, our sinful condition does not prevent God from coming into our lives. The only thing that prevents God from coming into our lives is when we say no. When you say no, God won't because he's a perfect gentleman. He would not come into your life without your invitation. Amen. Okay? And, and so all of us here have invited Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. Yeah. And, and we didn't just invite him. We have made him our husband. Yes. Amen. Okay? We have mm -hmm. committed our lives to him. Amen. So now it's, it's for us to enter into him. You know, the, the doors to heaven, the doors to grace and mercy has been opened. We don't need to call upon Jesus for him to come down anymore because he's already inside of us. Okay, but it is up to you, to me, to enter into him. Does that make sense? 
Yes. Yes. He's waiting for us to enter, but because sometimes we are so so self preoccupied and and we assess ourselves in a way that we feel we are not worthy, that prevents us from going into His presence. Yeah. But God says, "Come as you are. You are accepted in the beloved." Okay. But that's not what I wanted to preach today. But I just have to release that word. This word that had been sitting with me since I was a teenager, and God is saying that you are worthy and that you are accepted. Amen? Amen. But the second thing I want to talk about is this. This story is more than just a miracle healing. It's more than just a supernatural healing. There is something here today that you need to catch. Okay, and you can learn from the Roman centurion. He says, I am also a man under authority. Very important thing. Okay, you are just a man, and all of us are just normal human beings. That's what he's saying. Okay, mm-hmm. with all our weaknesses, we're you know, there's nothing special about me. But there is one thing that makes him more special than others. It says that he is under authority. This is very important because faith and authority go hand in hand. You cannot have faith without submitting to an authority. Okay? Because it makes you become... um, uh, a charlatan you know it's like having a balloon that just flies everywhere you know when you fly, have you ever fly a kite okay you know a kite i i have a backyard here and uh i i, I love flying kites even when i was 49 years old I, I'm, I could be out there flying my kite when it's windy but faith is that that kite flying in the air in the atmosphere but it has to be um, connected to authority, okay? If you have authority without faith, it doesn't work either, okay? They go together to produce a miracle. Faith and authority produce miracles, supernatural miracles, okay? There's a lot of people today that are looking for breakthrough. They're looking for, um, you know, um, uh, healing. They're looking for, um, you know, breakthrough in, in, in fear. They're, they're, a lot of them are in fear. They, are, um, they need a breakthrough in their marriage. They need a breakthrough in uh, their relationship. Okay, they need a breakthrough in in their workplace. You know, their life is is like like here. Okay, but um, they're not satisfied with here because you know this is where they need to be. Okay, but they've been here for too long. Okay, and and they know inside themselves that they could be here. This is where I need to be, but I'm here. Okay. It's kind of like the story of Rocky and Mickey. Anybody here watch the movie Rocky? Yes. You know? Okay. 
Rocky would not be where he is today, the super champion of the world, without Mickey. Okay, do you guys remember Mickey? Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mickey was his coach. Okay. It is because of Mickey that trained Rocky that he can beat Mr. T and uh, the, the, the Russian guy and, uh, you know, the, the, the Carl guy, you know. Without Mickey, you can't yeah. beat up anybody, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and so what I'm trying to tell you today is, that, you know, there is a key to um, a supernatural event in your life. You want to go somewhere in your life. I know you do. Because God wants you to go there. Amen? God yeah. wants you to go higher, yeah. higher and higher and higher. Like as a mother, Luam, you want to achieve something in your life, right? That, 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 that gives you a great satisfaction. And so, so are you, Dana, as well. And, 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 and Tung and, and Chow too, and Gloria. You guys want to go far in life. But you cannot go far in life without accountability. That word accountability Amen. is the same thing as submitting to authority. Okay, it means reporting, telling to reporting to God. Okay, it's it's basically being called an account for your actions. Okay. And safety too, right? What are you doing today? Exactly. I'll get into that for a minute. Because the authority, God is the authority over your life. The umbrella, okay? Amen. And that umbrella protects you. Like Dana was saying, you got it. You got it right. Exactly. You know, this Roman centurion, he is a leader of a team. Okay, he has a high ranking. He's a, he's a high ranking officer. Okay, but he didn't start out as a centurion. He started out as a minion, like right here. Okay, and because he learned to obey and submit, he rose to the rank. Okay, he endured the, the accountability process. This is Rocky, where Rocky was, but because he endured accountability, Rocky rose to become a champion. Amen? So whether you're a mother, whether you're looking for a job, whether you're a young pastor, uh, whatever success that you are looking for in life, you have to learn to be accountable to one another, okay? I'll give you an example in, um, in a marriage relationship, okay? Some of us here can learn a little bit. <laughs> and this is, I'm speaking to me, okay? It has nothing to do with you, but I'm just gonna share the nuggets that I've learned. What does it mean to be accountable to one another? So the Bible says to submit to one another, right? Right, so this is how I submit to my wife, and this is how my wife submit to me. It means that we are committed to a shared vision and mission. 
Amen. Our marriage is not, not just for us. Our marriage has become a blessing for everyone. Mm. Can anyone yes. testify? Hello? Amen. Right? Amen. It means submitting to one another means to consider the other person. Okay? So before you go out and buy that Lamborghini, okay? It's a good idea to tap your wife on the shoulder and say, Honey, uh, what do you feel if I buy a Porsche? And then she's going to look at me, right? <laughs> you would say, okay, okay. Maybe it's a little bit too far. I'll buy a Tesla instead. No, just kidding. <laughs> it means to consider the other person. You don't, how, what you do affects them as well. Hello, yes. right? Mm. To submit or to be accountable to one another means sometimes you put your, no, no, sorry. You put their interests ahead of yours, okay? So um, it was my birthday last week, okay? Mm. And, um, wash the hand, wash the hand. I, I wanted a birthday present, right? So my wife says, um, I want to buy a cuckoo rice cooker. The last thing I want for my birthday is a rice cooker, okay? <laughs> my birthday, it's my birthday. <laughs> and she wanted a rice cooker for herself. Anyway, I'm all good with that, okay? It blesses me as well because I get to eat rice every day. So submitting to one another also means to listen. It means to not always on your own way because you know you always women and men have different opinions about things but sometimes you always have to have it your way you can consider what she wants and and it's always it, it becomes a good game you know it's fun okay you don't have to turn it into an argument it means to discover their strength and recognizing your weakness. Hello? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what does that mean? Uh, speaking about my wife, she's an excellent cook. So I can cook too, you know, okay? Uh, Italian, you know, uh, actually I could, I cook whatever that's in the fridge, I throw it together and I call it food, right? And I'm okay with that, but not my wife, okay? So I recognize that she's a better cook, so I let her. I, I don't tell her to, to go to the kitchen to cook, okay? She just take one taste of my cooking and she goes, no, 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 I'm going to cook. <laughs> so, um, you know, and, and the other thing is, you know, she's a good administrator. She is a detailed person. So she runs the pharmacy. Me, I, I recognize my, my weakness. I'm not good with um, the little details. So I go after the big things, okay? So you learn as a team to recognize your strength and your gift or your weakness. So in the areas where you're weak, you need to learn to say, I'm going to trust you with it. Make sense? Yeah. Yes. You know, if your wife is good with money and you are not good with money, turn it over to her, okay? Take your finger and point it. <laughs> Amen? 
and, and so you know what? For for the wives, if if you know that you're not good at at say fixing something, then turn it over to your husband, right? So that's how you recognize. That's how you submit to one another. Mm -hmm. Submitting to one another requires practice. You need to develop this. This is not an overnight thing, okay? It's not instantaneous. I wish it was, but you know, we have a few skirmishes. We have a few fight here and there. And, and, and at the end of the day, we're learning about one another. And I need to learn to trust her and I need to give trust. You know, saying that I trust my wife is one thing, but actually giving your trust to her to do what you feel like she's not capable of doing, but you're going to trust her anyway, that is submitting to one another, okay? It's, you don't always, you don't always have to look over their shoulder to see what they're doing. Leave them alone to let them do it. Amen? Mm -hmm. submitting, Amen. Submitting to one another means you share in the responsibility of taking blame when things don't go right. Yeah. yeah. This is a big one. That's yeah. a big one. Because in, in the lie, life of a couple, when something goes wrong, it's the other person's fault. Okay? The finger always points somewhere else. But for yeah. any point, the finger over there, there's this finger that points back at you. Okay? And, and, and honestly, God, the Bible calls the man to be the leader. And I remember this from a, a, a cartoon that it's called A Bug's Life, okay? Um, it says this, the, the grasshopper, he says to the ants, don't you know that the number one rule of leadership is everything is your fault, okay? As a leader, everything is your fault. That's why Trump is getting blasted in the media because it's his fault. And you know what? When you sign up to be a leader, that's what happens. Okay? And you need to take responsibility. And all it takes, guys, all it takes is say, I am sorry. That's it. Done. I will try and do better. You don't have to fight and defend yourself. Okay, because that is your ego. Ending. But the best thing you can do as a leader is say, it's my fault. Okay, I accept it. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm going to try and do better. Mm -hmm. Submitting to one another. Um, brings glory to God. There's nothing that brings glory to God than submitting to one another because God has a plan for your marriage. Okay, and the number one for your marriage is to glorify God. Okay, your marriage is a reflection of the marriage that is to come. When Jesus comes, the second coming of Jesus, he's coming and he's going to take his bride with him. And there is going to be a marriage supper of the Lamb. Okay, so your marriage today, your relationship today with your spouse is a reflection of what's already going to happen when Jesus comes back. Amen? Amen. What is Amen. it? So, you know, when you submit to one another, it opens the door to peace 
harmony. Amen. And, and joy. Mm-hmm. Peace, harmony, and joy. All right? Um, because if, if you don't submit to one another, you have World War III. Right? Yeah, and it's really hard. It can be really hard. Like, the, can I just say one quick example? And it was amazing. Yeah. I've been watching this um, series called Power, and it's <laughs> insane. It's over and above gangster. And I, anyway, so I was watching the last season because I just about through it. And Jody said to me, he said, this has way too much killing in it and, and corruption. He says, we have to watch something different and I was like wow and so we went to Hallmark the Hallmark channel but you know what Joe like that conversation that you and I had and I just I just you know I'm so grateful because it was awesome and and, and I don't even want to watch the, the next one of it but you know it was yeah. just so coming together yeah. amen you know yeah. so this is an example of submitting to one another but ultimately we are called to be submitting to God And I'm going to tell you, when you submit your life over to God in everything, okay, you, faith and authority, submitting to God's authority will bring miracles into your life that your eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard, okay? Our lives today is not an accident, and your life today is not an accident, but you know what? It's because you have put your faith under the leadership, under the authority of Christ. Amen. That brings you result. That brings you result. You want real faith? You want real faith that, that, that heals a marriage, heal physical bodies, heal uh, your finances? Uh, you want faith that, that um, will increase, bring increase to your life? Submit yourself, be accountable, because you know what? You're not like a stranger to God anymore. You're not a delinquent, okay? You're not a child that, that you don't tell me what to do. No, 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 don't be like that, okay? Because I met so many broken people in this society that because they do not make themselves accountable to God or to someone, they decided I'm going to do what feels right for me. This is the society that we're living in. I want to do what I want to do. I want to do what I feel is right. Okay? I want to do what I think is right. But what you feel is right is not always right. Okay? What you think is right is not always right. I'm sorry. And look at your life. That, that is the proof that it's not going well. And so if you're going to have an honest conversation with God and one another, you got to say, you know what? My life is a mess because of my stubbornness, because of my pride. I'm going to submit myself to your authority, God. God. Okay. And, and the, the greatest place where you can submit your, to God is to submit yourself to the, the, the authority of your pastor. Okay, we are giving charge over you. And if something happens to you, it's on us. Okay, because I'm accountable to God for you. Amen. That's what Amen. I am here for. Right? Yeah. 
Yes. You know, it's just like, you know, uh, as a boss, you know, my employees are accountable to me, right? And, and I'm accountable to the customers that we serve, right? If we don't do a good job, I lose my job, my employees will lose my job, right? So there's a system of governance, a system that God has put in place for our success in life. And God helps you with the stress too, right? If I can just say like, because without you guys, Joe, like for me, right? I, I wouldn't be here. And, and so I like, you know it's a big deal. You, you are stressed because you're not accountable to anyone but yourself. Right. Yeah. And and when things go sideways in your life, you got you have no one to help you. Right. Exactly. But if you are under authority, there is a system behind you that will Amen. protect you, that will bring you peace and security. Yeah. Okay. Amen. And that is the, the system that God has given us. I'm not talking about you know some kind of controlling system here this control is unconditional love, a love yeah that has been shed abroad for us you and me god see a brokenness and he is seeking to restore that and reconcile you to the father and making you whole oh this society is broken because we, we are stiff-necked we want to do things our way okay? and because we're separated from god through the blood of Jesus, we are reconciled with the Father. And so now we are entering into that system, that system that brings you wholeness, that will heal your mind, your body, mm -hmm. and your relationship. Okay? That is the success system that I'm talking about. You know, um, we go online and we, we want to go through this. Dana, you sent me this uh, link about this online system, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, business, successful business. And I'm, I'm trying to listen to the video. and I haven't finished all of it. But you know what? There are people that are on the internet and they created a system for, for income generating. Okay? So it's, you're not reinventing the system you're joining the system so that exactly and it's always right because I, when skeptical people sorry but you know and, and there's you have to have that and i'm so glad you're listening but you know um everything is a system and why why not join it why fight it well you know what some some of us are not smart enough to make our own system okay well and i Right. <laughs> oh shoot. You know what? <laughs> the success of my life. Yeah. I didn't set out to create it. I just joined the system. And I want you Amen. to enter into the system of God so that you too can be successful. And and, yeah. and where your success lies is not on your own strength. Your success lies is because you adhere, you cling to the system that God has yeah. provided. So in the marriage relationship, God has a system, right? In, in the, the financial uh, uh, things of God, God has a system. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. You go to mm -hmm. church and you, you, uh, you tithe and you offer. That is God's system for success, right? And when you, you consecrate your bodies, that is, is God's system for healthy bodies, Hello? Hello? Healthy bodies. A lot of us are sick because we, we did not adhere to a system of God. 
Make sense? Yes. So the spiritual aspect of, of our lives, we align ourselves under the authority of God, under the system of God, and, and we mix it with our faith, working together, that brings supernatural result. That brings supernatural. There is no other system. Outside of that, there is no other system. It doesn't matter. I don't care what, what other system you're talking about. Um, you know, you turn on the TV or on the internet and, and, and you'll hear people say, I have the secret to marry a success in marriage. I have secret success to finance. But you know what? Outside of God, there's no, there's no it's fake. It's fake news. Okay. The, the only system of success in your marriage, in your finance, in your spiritual walk with God is to submit under God. That's why the centurion, Amen. he submitted to a system. He submitted to the Roman system and it works. Rome, Rome colonized Israel, okay, Palestine, right? It tells you that they have a system that worked for them, that, that from, from Italy, all the way from Italy, okay, uh, the, uh, you know, in those days, whatever they're doing in Italy, they were able to conquer the Middle East. They were able to conquer, you know, uh, other empires because they have a system. This Roman centurion understand the system, okay? And because he was unable to understand the system of authority, he recognized the authority in, the, in Jesus because he know that Jesus is also part of a system. Mm -hmm. The son of man is part of a system. What, what do I mean by that? Um, it says uh, in John, um, in John that, um, you know, Jesus said, I do not speak on my authority. Okay. You know, in the Trinity. Okay. Jesus submitted to the father. Yeah. Okay. And the Holy Spirit submit to Jesus because the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus in our lives. Yes. Amen. Okay. And so the G the Holy Spirit does not come to speak on his own authority, but what he heard. Yeah. Okay. It's in John, John 16. And so um, I, I want you to hear that is that, you know, submitting to authority is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And where you experience success, spiritual success, marriage success, financial success, health success, any of those success is is when you fall under authority for, of God that God puts in your life. Amen. So so okay. that you don't just wander in this lifetime trying to figure out what to do and how to do it because God already showed you how to do it through his son Jesus. Jesus said this, I did not do the things that I do on my own but I saw that the father did it already. Jesus yeah, raised right. Jesus saw the Father raise people from the dead. That's why Jesus can raise Lazarus from the dead. Amen? Mm. Amen. And so mm -hmm. we, we learn the system of God by what we see God is doing. When, when we see Jesus tell the people to go a second mile, we go the second mile. 
I see that with my eyes. So I learned to sacrifice and obey. Okay. When I see God dying on the cross, I learned to love people because the Bible says in John 15, verse 13, that no greater love than for a man to lay down his life for a friend. Mm -hmm. And so because I saw that love for me, I can love you in the same way. That's a system that God had introduced in my life. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. And so um, learning to be accountable is very important. You know, if you're struggling with drug addiction, learn to be accountable. Okay. Because in, in medicine, they don't teach you these things. Okay. They just give a prescription and then the pharmacist fills it for you and expect you to get better. It doesn't work that way. You have to make your life accountable to someone so that your life will be built on a system that is profitable for you, okay? You're not alone. You know, it worked for a gangster, you know that? In the gang, you know, if, you're, if you buy into the gang lifestyle, you will benefit from the life of a gang. You know what I'm saying? But you have to buy into their system as well. Okay? <laughs> you don't have to go out there and invent a new game. You join a game. You don't invent Amen. a new game. Right? And that's in a negative way. You know, there's also demonic uh, authority. You, you buy into the demonic system of the world. You'll reap the benefit of that demonic system. What does the demonic system want you to do? They go out to kill, steal, and destroy. And so when you buy into that system, that's what you'll be doing. And you'll be rewarded for that. Okay. Oh. In, the, in the godly system, it works the same way. When you submit to that authority, you'll benefit from the spiritual fruit that arise from that. Okay. So... Um, Submitting to God means to take God at his word. It means to take God at his word. Don't debate it. Do it. Okay? Yeah. Have faith. When I first became a born-again Christian, I have no idea what tithing means. But when the pastor preached on the pulpit and say tithe, tithing is 10% of your gross income. So quickly in my mind, I said, oh, wow, that's a lot of money. I never gave God that much money before, uh -huh. but I gave it anyway. But I, you know, somehow in, in my faithfulness to enter that, that system of giving tithes and offering, the Bible says that he opens the windows of heaven, that that's so much blessing that you cannot contain. And I'm telling you, uh, I am blessed. You know, our, our success today is not an accident. But when you see the life of Joe and Tui, it's, it's a testament to the system of God. It has nothing to do with me. I am nothing. I am just a man. Like the Roman centurion says, I am just a man. And you are just a woman. A simple man. Simple. I'm simple. Okay. But I have engaged myself to the system of God 
So take God at his word. You know, Joel Osteen, anybody hear Joel Osteen? He says this. Okay, you take your Bible and you go like this. I am what he says I am. I have what he says I have. And I can do what he says I can do. I am a child of God. Amen. I, he said it. I believe it. That settles it. Okay. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to say it again for you. Okay. Because this mm. is your, this is going to be, this is, I'm sorry. I'm stealing this from Joe Osteen. Okay. He's my brother and He's I can awesome. steal from my brother. Okay. He's a good yeah. brother. And uh, I'm going to say it again. This is his word. This is the word of God. Okay. I am what he says I am. I have what he says I have. And I can do what he says I can do. I am a child of God. Mm -hmm. He said it. I believe it. And that settles it. No debate. Amen. 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 So anyway, I just want to leave you with that. Submit to God, okay? Be accountable to one another, husband and wife. Be accountable to your pastor because he, he has given charge over your life. I'm not going to force you to obey me, okay? I'm not going to force you, okay? You need to engage yourself to your pastor. That means to commit and submit, okay? And that's a blessing. You know, if a child... Say to his parent, I don't need you. What can the parent do, right? Beat him up? No. <laughs> In this day and age, you go to jail, right? But no, the blessing of the child is when he obey his parents. That is being accountable to God. That is submitting to the system that God is, is put in our place. When a child obey his mother and father, the success of that child will be built on the success of the mother and father. If you decide to go outside of that and try to build your own life, your own success, you're reinventing yourself, okay? And that's not always easy to do, right? So we build on the system that God has already built for us. Mm -hmm. We build our lives on the rock, right? And, and who laid the foundation? God did. You know, the, the Bible says that the house that, that we live in, it's built by somebody's hand. Not, not our hand. Did you build this house? Did you build your house? No. But somebody else built that house. You just need to enjoy the benefit of living under that house, right? Mm -hmm. And so today, God has built us a house that we can just say, thank you, Jesus. I am living in your system of goodness. David says it like this. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me mm. all the days of my life. And mm -hmm. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen? Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining uh, me today. Um, I, I, I love to see your beautiful faces and, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I pray that this message impact your life and touch you in some way or another. 
feel free to send me a text about what you learned, what you heard, what touches you, what impacted you, but also feel free to say what Joe, Pastor Joe can do better, okay? Because I, you know, I like to hear feedback from you. Uh, and I know that, you know, if it was up to me, I, I would rather go outside and spend a nice sunny afternoon, you know, running around the park or whatever. But there is a burden on my heart to, to, to do this for you because it's the love of God for you, not me, not me. It's the love of God for you. Mm -hmm. yes. Amen. Amen. So let me Amen. close in prayer for you and uh, release you. Amen. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, for this day. Thank you, Lord, that, that every here, ears here, let them be blessed, Father God. Let them receive it and let fruits would be accounted to their lives, Father God. Let, it, let their lives be a testimony to your goodness, your grace, and your mercy, Father God. So I thank you, Father God, that, that those who heard your word, Father God, they shall be faithful and they shall hear your word and they shall run with your word, Father God. And as they submit their lives under your care, under your hand, Father God, let their life prosper in every way, Father God. Spiritually, physically, financially, relationally. So Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus over everyone. Bless my brother and sisters. Bless grandma and grandpa and all my friends here and abroad, Father God. I thank you for our great week, Father God, that they walk in your supernatural blessing. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Come on. Amen. Come on. Yeah. Thank you. Bless you. Adios. Amen. Adios. Adios. God bless everyone. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Grandpa. I love you guys. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Love you too. We'll talk Every to you week. during the week, okay? We will talk okay. to you. Blessing. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.